righteous people have given up hope that God actually is faithful to those who have put their trust in him. There's a strong belief in church that God doesn't answer prayers anymore. There is a strong belief in Christians that God hears our prayers, but just wants to leave us frustrated that God just wants to hear prayers for the sake of hearing, but then he doesn't answer. And God says that is so unrighteous against me. I hear the word of faith and I answer according to your faith. I said, be it to you according to your faith. You're praying and you don't have faith. Some of you are praying and you're just using the seat of your pants. You're literally just taking a chance. You're playing Russian roulette in the spirit. And then you want to claim that you have prayed with faith. I said a grain of faith, a mustard seed of faith. And even the mountain would uproot itself and be thrown into the sea. But if you cannot even meet that tiny requirement of a mustard seed, then what truly is your reason to accuse me of being a God who doesn't answer prayer? What is the basis of this? Why do you have this saying among you? Why do you have this long suffering spirit as if you are merely tolerating me? Oh, well, you know, he'll do it in his own time. You're praying for, the, for a long time. You don't have faith. You don't have answers. My son cursed the fig tree and it died overnight. Great is the faith of Christ. Great also is the faith of the righteous. That's why the word says, the people who know their God shall be strong and they shall do mighty exploits. Where are the exploits going to come from if you don't know me? Do you not read that one follows the other? That mighty exploit follows you truly knowing me. If you do not know me, what mighty deeds can you expect to do? How is this possible? Devoid of faith. I come to you to perform the miracle. I check the bank account of your faith. You have no deposit. You have no faith. You are out of savings. Your current balance with me is zero. Many of you, when you receive an answer from me, it is my mercy. Many of you, when you get an answer from me, it's actually my goodness. It's not because you've brought anything to the table. Many of you are devoid of faith and you do not know how the winds that are coming are going to blow so many of you off the table. Why? Because you have not built any house on the rock. You haven't so much as laid a foundation. You are like these. I'm seeing just these little island huts. These little island huts. People just build these little huts on the beach. You know, when you want to make money, um, at a tropical place and you just get a little bit of wood and, and put it together and you put it on stilts and then you just build that and then you say it's a building and people flock there because it's so rustic and it's so interesting to stay in those things and watch the sunset. But this is, this is not, this is not something that can withstand a hurricane. How can such buildings, how can such flimsy, uh, how can such flimsy things withstand a hurricane? I said, build on the rock. So you don't build, you don't spend time in the word of God. You don't spend time studying the scriptures. You don't ask the Holy Spirit to open the words of the book to you. And then you say that 
I hear you saying God doesn't answer prayer. So many of you have left the church angry and frustrated saying, oh, but I asked God for this and he didn't answer. Even the persistent widow went many times to the unjust judge. She didn't go once. She didn't go twice. She kept going and going, going. And she kept saying, give me justice against my adversary. And the judge said in his heart, I have to do this because she will tire me out with her request. But some of you one and done one and done. You pray to me one time and you're done. And then you call it faith. Oh, I, I already asked God. If someone asks you, are you watching over the seed that you planted? Are you watering it with your prayers? Oh no, I asked God. I believe when I ask God one time, it's done. Really? Is that what it says in the word? So the, so the farmer, he goes out and he sows its seed. And then for the entire farming season, he doesn't go back out there to the field. He doesn't go to see if the little animals are scavenging the seed. He will not go back there to see there was a terrible storm last night. Did it break down my young seedlings of corn? He will not go out there, put a scarecrow in the field. He's going to stay at home the entire season because to him, once you plant the seed, you're done. That's all you need to do, right? That's, that's all you need to put in, just one and done. And then you have nothing at the end of the farming season. And then you are offended. And then you take my name in vain in your mouth and say, I asked him and he didn't do it. I see that people have left church just because they're offended. Something happened. They didn't get their way. Off they go. I see people, they take their purse, they take their child, and they just walk out of church. I see men, they walk out of church so indignant simply because they're used to having their way in the business world. And then they come to church and they can't keep order in the house of God. Nobody can tell them anything because at work they give the orders. And so they can't come to church and humble themselves to serve. No. They're used to leading outside. And so in the house of God, they automatically expect that by opening their wallet or I see God saying, I see a man pulling out a stack of papers. They think that credentials qualify them to serve in my house. Can you believe this celestial? A man thinks that his worldly credentials qualifies him to come and burn incense at my, or at my altar. And this is why they have left the house. They have left the houses. They have taken their gifts. They have gone back to the world. They're serving mammon. Imagine the deposit of faith in you. You use it to earn yourself a salary, but you will not use the deposit of faith to build up the house of the Lord. And then you will say to your wife, we've been praying about this a long time. God doesn't answer prayers. I answer prayers. I answer the prayers of the righteous. The righteous always get a response from me because righteousness is having faith. Righteousness is faith exercised in the full expectation that I am God it is impossible to please me without faith. You cannot come before me empty-handed and demand a response. You bring nothing. Did I not say bring me a gift? I am a king. You bring me nothing. No praises. You do not bring me any exaltation. You do not lift up my name. Your tongue is not seasoned with salt in my presence. And then you demand a response. I am the Lord and you are the people. The honor must flow from you 
to me to receive a response. I'm going to answer the righteous. I have their prayer requests. I know the desires of their hearts. I said before you finish speaking, I know what you have need of. I know what is good for you. I am a good father. I answer according to the needs. I answer according to the wants. I am the God who gives extra. I give you more than you wanted. I give you more than you can imagine. I said exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think. And what else? According to the power that works in you. There is no power in many of you. You are flatlined, dead engines. The engine has not been turned over in a long time. This is what God is saying. Many of you, you haven't cranked that faith engine in years. You're just, uh, what is this? Coasting by the seat of your pants. You're just, you're just moving along in this blind hope that if you just keep throwing something at the wall, something will stick one day. You just throw stuff at the wall and God this and this and this. But do you actually believe that God has heard and that God will do exceedingly abundantly above? Or do you think these words are just decoration is the word. Do you think my word is just a pretty decoration for your Instagram? So many things you post and you don't believe a single scripture that is on your social media wall. If I were to test you, if I were to test you how you would fail to produce the faith that is necessary, but at this time when there is no testing, then the scriptures abound you chew them in your mouth. Oh, this scripture and that scripture. But if I were to test you as I tested Abraham, how you would melt because in you is no faith, but the righteous have faith for righteousness is faith. Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness. That is why he was a friend of God. He actually believed that I am real and that I do what I say. Let us continue with the prayers.